Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, Ephrata Community Church, depending on when you are joining us. I'm Chris, and I'm here with Pastor Dan, our resident Bible scholar and staff lunchroom enforcer. And we're going to be talking about this weekend's service in our weekly podcast today. Hey, Dan. Hey. I'm not even sure what that means, but I'll take it. There's like a staff dynamic of just, you know, ex-police officer, now on staff pastor, that when you walk into the space, we all just feel like whatever we were doing before was probably a little wrong, and we need to behave (laughs) now that you're in the space. Yeah, I just wish that worked for my kids. It's good to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, so this past weekend, uh, Pastor Jim brought the message. It was the first in a new series um, called Fear Not, and we are actually kind of one week behind with some of the things that we felt like God was doing in the past number of weeks that we've kind of paused on. Uh, but we're jumping into this two-week series, uh, Fear Not, before we head into our Christmas uh, Christmas Eve services. They're uh, December 24th, 1, 3, and 5. Yeah. So uh, this afternoon, we're going to take a little bit of time and just talk about this past weekend, the message that was brought, and kind of how it, it lines up with things that we have been experiencing as a church the past four weeks, and even kind of the whole 2023 year, uh, and how that totally wasn't on purpose, but mostly (laughs) accidental. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is great to make up the difference, is he? Yeah. Dan, we were chatting earlier um, uh, about this past weekend, just as, as Jim kind of talked about favor and the favor of the Lord being on us as people. And even how oftentimes, when, biblically speaking, when the favor of the Lord is on someone, there's this, there's this understanding of like God knows us by name or sees us and understands us by name and is with us, uh, which is a theme Jim would have pulled out of this series that for this past weekend without really, like, it can look like, oh, we, we led into that. We were talking yeah. about the presence of the Lord and his name being on his people out of numbers. Um, but... It actually didn't. We didn't design that. It was just a happy accident. Yes, it was great. I um, I really appreciated it. You're right. The way that the weekend kind of dovetailed from where we've been the last month yeah. uh, to six weeks. Uh, obviously, the Holy Spirit knows what he's doing, which we're thankful for. Uh, but what a great start to this series and to the Christmas season as we're looking at these ways that uh, you have found fear not were within the Christmas story, specifically with Mary yeah. um, this week. And and what John, or what John, Jim, what Jim pulled out about uh, favored, being favored with God. And uh, it was, a, I, I think it was a really impactful message. And I could, uh, we have the advantage of being here, you know, yeah. for all the services. So after the first one, I started just to watch people, and I could see that uh, even what Jim was showing us out of Scripture had a huge impact on people's hearts yeah. in real time. Yeah. So I hope that people uh, are still sitting with it today and throughout the week. Yeah, we definitely sensed a uh, like a hunger in the congregation mm-hmm. to want to sit with it. And um, uh, even at the end of the service, a number of his points made me want to just 
take my notes, which actually I took notes this weekend. I don't typically take a lot of notes yeah. and go home and actually sit with that. Okay, Lord, what's the assignment out of this weekend? So just really hoping and praying for you, even as you head into uh, into the week, that you are sitting with that question uh, and those questions that Jim asked us. And he left us with, with four points, basically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, two challenges uh, and two opportunities. And because Dan and I, we have a lot of other challenges, we're not going to talk about the challenges today, uh, but we might pause for a minute on the two opportunities uh, around being a people who have the favor of the Lord uh, on them. And we do, as God's children, as believers in Jesus, we have the favor of the Lord on us. So to pause and ask that question like Jim did uh, around favor of what should what should we be believing or how should we be praying in a way Mm -hmm. that engages the favor of the Lord? Yeah, I think that one of the things that I was uh, reflecting on was how difficult this one is because even if I look back in my own life, uh, it's easier for me to see maybe where I had the favor of the Lord upon me in retrospect Mm. rather than in real time. And, uh, and that's great because then I can see, wow, God really, you know, cared for me. God really, um, <clears throat> his favor was upon me in that season. But to make this shift, it's almost like an identity shift, which we, we need to make, that we are favored. Yeah. And, and so how does that change things? And I think that um, living into that identity does then begin to have you believe for greater things and to pray for for greater things. My faith was built through that. I think that not only are we a favored congregation, but the reality is we're sons and daughters of the King. That's right. We're co-heirs with Christ. And if we believe uh, all that is said about us uh, in Christ, then we have to realize that the divine favor that's upon us should enable us to pray big prayers. And so um, I think it's really an identity question. Yeah. You know, it sparked uh, it sparked my imagination again this weekend of like, what, what, okay, if the favor of the Lord is on us, which we do believe it is biblically, as it is for all believers, yep. but increasingly an awareness of like, man, God's presence wants to be with us and, and we're invited into God's plans on earth as the kingdom is advancing um, and his glory is increasing. Uh, man, if, if God's favor is on us, which it is, my imagination gets sparked to like, what bold prayers can I pray? Like what things should I actually be stepping into? And I don't know if you've ever done this. I was thinking about this in prep for the podcast, but uh, I don't know if you've ever just thought like, man, if I, if I won like $10 million, what would I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then you think about like, maybe I'd pay this off or do that for somebody else or start this or initiate that over here. Or, and uh, your brain can kind of just enjoy the creative process of of dreaming big. Yeah. And there was something about Jim's uh, message this uh, past weekend around favor and the favor of the Lord being on his people that again sparked my imagination to dream big. Like, mm. okay, if my heavenly father really does own everything, yep. uh, and if I am highly favored, and if I am a participant in God's advancing kingdom, um, and all the lids are off, then what would I step into? Mm. Would I believe that that person with that diagnosis, God might want to heal them? And I'd step right into it. Would I believe uh, that that issue, that relational issue between uh, a friend or between a spouse or a family member, like God could meet me in that 
difficulty and I could choose forgiveness in that hard place and I could actually yep. choose it and then walk it out? Like what what would be those those big audacious prayers yep. that I could step into? Yeah, that's so good, Chris. And it's also um, even as you're talking, I'm thinking, what are what are the you know the dreams that God has placed on our heart that maybe um, seem deferred or um, at one point or another because of busyness of life or whatever, we let them go. Yeah. And and is this an invitation to step back into those things? Yeah. We're we're entering into um, we're entering into the Christmas season, but then it's the new year. It's 2024. Often we think about. Uh, what 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 has as the calendar turns? What opportunities do we have? We're entering as a community next into a season of prayer and fasting. Yeah. And how can uh, this this third point, praying with favor, uh, speak to our new year? It's a really a, a great thing. Not only the big dreams, but also the small things. Like, hey, like um, praying for uh, my children's spouses. Yeah. That that they don't even have, they haven't even met yet, right? Praying for my marriage, praying for, like you said, relationship things, praying for unsaved family members and yeah. friends. Like if we have favor, let's lean into that. Let's let's go after that with confidence in this season. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna go back if, if I can to something that you said earlier, because I never really thought about that. Like how do we discern the favor of the Lord on our lives in a season if it's not retroactive? Like how do we lean forward into that? And it reminds me, because we just saw Wayne Kaufman meandering <laughs> you right. know, through the, the, um, the church office there playing Santa Claus uh, to the different staff members. And uh, it reminded me of a prophetic word Wayne gave my wife and I years ago when we were serving as the student, the, uh, uh, the youth pastors here. And uh, he said that, um, that we would be like Noah's Ark in that the storm is raging outside and the ark is full of animals and they're all trying to eat each okay. other and it's just chaos. But yeah. like, just steady <laughs> as she goes, right? Just kind of uh, do what you need to do. That's to a picture for floating. student ministry. There you right go. There. That was a picture. And it was actually a very accurate picture. Um, but uh, but words like that and other mm -hmm. people's even comments to Emily and I over like, man, it seems like there's a grace on your life to do this. Or, or the comment like, I don't know how that you, you manage what you manage. Yeah. Uh, and actually I was just thinking to your comment how important it is to be in a community of people who can actually speak into your life around yeah. identifying the grace that they see yep. before it becomes a retroactive season. Absolutely. And what it means to actually trust people uh, who God has put to the left and to the right of you to say, hey, I think I see this favor of the Lord on your life. I think I see this grace. I think I see this calling on your life. And then to actually live into that by trusting the community that God has put you in. Yeah, man, that's so good. Just the gift that prophetic ministry is yeah. in helping us uh, be awakened to the favor that God's given us. Yeah, so good. I, you know, and even just how do we cultivate the practice of recognizing where God's grace is upon us um, and moving in our lives in real time? Like, do we, I don't know, like, do we take time to think about... Um, Okay, so this this specific area, or this people group, or uh, these types of relationships, or this type of ministry, when operating these gifts, man, I just feel God's pleasure on that. I see God's grace. I see a lot of fruit in that. And you know, I think in our culture, you know, Lancaster County culture, um, we may shy away from that because we feel like we're not being humble, mm. right? But it's it's not humility when we we allow it to puff us up and give us pride, but it is humility when we give God 
glory and we say, you know what, God has favored me for this and his favors upon me. And that'll go into our, our, our last point, but God wants to use me in his kingdom. Yeah. And so uh, I, I think about that, you know, just uh, to, to model that, like I think about that in my own life, you know, one of the things I'm here doing is leadership development and pouring into other leaders. Well, there was a point in my time of pastoral ministry where I recognized without seeking it out, I was yeah. regularly having leaders coming to me and asking me for coaching, for mentoring, things like that, where I was like, I have no idea why they're coming to me. Yeah. But it was a grace or a favor that the Lord had upon me. It was part of my calling. Um, and once I was able to actually recognize that, step into that, then I could partner with him and actually refine my skills, grow my capacity to yeah. do that. And I think that's a practice um, that we can do in, in reflecting upon that, seeing where God has graced us and favored us. But also, man, it's a beautiful picture, as you said, just to kind of put a cap on this part, um, to be in a community where yeah. people can call those things out and speak those things out to one another. And honestly, we should do that more. Yeah. And I just encourage you, you know, when you see God's favor on people, when you see grace on people, when they're ministering with you, volunteering, uh, leading you, serving with you, whatever it is, uh, whether that's our kids, our students, uh, you know, people within our community, let us be a community that we actually name that for each yeah. other. That's so good. It's not, it's not humble to not call out the favor or grace on someone else's life or to recognize it in your own life. It's yeah. actually agreeing, I think you said, agreeing with God uh, with what he's doing in your life yeah. or through your life. So let me just pause and say, Dan, <laughs> let me call out the grace on oh. your life. Uh, you regularly lead uh, some staff meetings around, uh, around church here uh, where you do leadership development. And I have worked with lots of different people in lots of different settings. But within the first like four or five times you led parts of our team through different things, man, my leadership uh, in certain areas just took a significant notch up because I felt like you gave me tools uh, to actually engage in different, in different, in various kinds of leadership situations. And uh, that's clearly on you as you have already identified, but I would affirm that as well. Yeah, thanks, man. So, and by the way, you don't get to move on because I get to say something to you. See how this works? I don't see how this works, Dave. Yeah, and, and Chris, you have an incredible way of um, going easily to the 10,000 foot view, seeing the big picture and then narrowing back in and, and figuring out the small things that need to change yeah. for us to, to for us to meet the big picture. You just do that naturally. You're the one that's always calling out, yeah, but wait, if this is this, then let's we need to fix this. And uh, I really appreciate that about you. Uh, I've come to expect it from you, and uh, and and really, yeah. it's a grace that the Lord's given you. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, now, now we can. Now, me and Dan can both look at the camera and say, "Now's your turn um, that's right. to actually recognize maybe a grace or a favor that's on your spouse, or one of your kids, or one of your coworkers, or someone in your group, uh, or one of your connect groups around ECC here, and actually call out uh, that in their own life and encourage them in that way as well, uh, because it's not humble to not recognize the work that God has done in your life or the, or the calling that he has uh, on your life. In fact, Dan, wasn't it, uh, we've been talking a lot about Moses. We've been in Exodus over the yep. past, uh, past month. Wasn't it Moses at the end of, uh, one, of the, one of the first five books that he says, he, he, he writes the statement, Moses was the most humble man on the earth. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. So, humility is not about uh, not recognizing That's what right. God has done in your life or, or the calling he has on your life. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> 
So to that second opportunity um, that Jim uh, Jim shared this weekend was was to take uh, the favor that is on us. Uh, and the first opportunity was to pray into it and to pray big prayers, believing that God wants to do big things. Uh, but the second one was to recognize that it's for, it's not just for us, it's for others. And God yeah. wants to invite us to um, uh, kind of like step into that place for others. And I want to highlight uh, for those listening uh, today, um, the scripture out of Exodus 34, and you can just let this kind of stew in the back of your mind as mm -hmm. we continue this conversation. Yep. Um, but in Exodus 34, uh, verse, I believe it's verse 9, um, Moses says back to the Lord, um, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like this if-then statement. If I, Moses said, then let us. Yep. So he immediately takes the favor of the Lord that's on him, if I've found favor, and he applies it to the people uh, that that he is in community with, which is yep. just such an important principle. Yeah, and you know, it's amazing the way that, I don't think it's a mistake, I'll put it that way, that God favors people that he knows are going to do this. Yeah. Do you know, you know what I mean? And so, um, you know, I looked because I was so encouraged by uh, Jim saying, you know, I went through scripture then and looked to see some of the stories. And so, you know, some of the stories of the people that we know, um, <clears throat> you know, just through the Old Testament, that it says that they had favor with God. So obviously we talked about Moses, Gideon, and Elisha this weekend. Yeah. Um, but Noah, well, you know, God used him pretty significantly. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to share his favor, at least with his family. Yeah. And, you know, um, <clears throat> we have, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, Samuel, right? Uh, Samuel, who anointed King David, David himself. Um, Ruth, who shows up in the, the, uh, the lineage of Jesus. Um, Esther, and that story, the favor that was upon her, yeah. right? And, and the way in which God used her, um, man, the, the way you see that the story of Israel is linked to people that God had favor on that, that were able to use the favor that God gave them to continue to bless God's people. Yeah. And um, what could God do uh, in our communities or in our families, in our schools, in our workplaces, yeah. if we began to operate through the rest of this year into next year with everything that's actually happening in our meetings here, everything that's happening in my life, the favor I'm experiencing from the Lord was meant for the places where I live, I learn, I work, I play. How yeah. could God, uh, I, th I think this is a key part to what God's wanting to do as what he does here spreads throughout our region. Yeah. Uh, so I know I'm going to throw you for a little bit of a curveball, okay. but this is what we like to do. That's right. Um, when he says like. Can we, <laughs> this is what I like to do. <laughs> can we talk a little bit about um, uh, historical and or um, current examples of that Exodus uh, 33, um, I'm sorry, Exodus 34, I, then we statements that mm -hmm. we as leaders 
have seen or see currently around the church family of Ephrata Community Church uh, because it is a value that we actually hold. So I'll start and I'll start sharing a couple and I think you'll you'll kind of get where I'm going at. Okay. And, and, uh, and then uh, as we close, I want to ask you, what is your big prayer this week that out of the assignment that Jim gave us? Like, right. hey, this is the audacious big prayer that I'm praying, believing the favor of the Lord is on me. Uh, so what I what I mean by historical or current examples of that, if I, then, uh, then we, um, sort of like, Lord, if I found favor in your sight, then this thing over here. And I think one example of that is the historical prayer around this church community of asking for and praying for a shared outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, just an expectation that God, you want to do something, but it's not all about us. Uh, that has again come to the surface in this last season. As you hear, we would hear Kevin regularly say things like, uh, "God, we don't care where it starts. Yep. It doesn't have to have anything to do with Effort Community Church. If the name of Effort Community Church passes into history, but the name of Jesus is made great, so be it. Let it be. Come, Lord Jesus." Yep. Um, I think about the example, even from a historical context in the mid-90s when there was a bit of a uh, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Ephrata Community Church, and uh, um, there, was a, there was a large weekly uh, worship gathering um, happening around, around that at ECC, but the leaders at that time decided to make that a Friday evening service as, a, as just a, a recognition that people were going to want to come and experience, but we weren't trying to draw people from other churches. So, uh, like, if the favor of the Lord is on us, Man, let's God. Would you would you do this? That's beyond us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it reminds me of um, of something Kevin shared with staff just the other week around like, hey, if we're praying and asking the Lord for this, um, and He pours out His Spirit, but it happens at the church down the road. Yep. Like we love that. Absolutely. Like we yep. love that and celebrate that. So those are the kind of uh, God. If if you have given us favor. Yeah. Let this be um, uh, for for the people. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think two things come to mind. Just you know, you said historically, uh, my history at ECC, at least on staff, is relatively short. But it I can give feels you, long. But I can. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but here, there's two things that I can think of uh, specifically, though, uh, and I'll make it quick. The first one is. Um, even my role here, and part of my role at Africa mm-hmm. Community Church, which some people don't know, is that I'm a resource, part of our Kingdom Resource Center, to the region to come along churches and pastors. Each time I come along a pastor and, and provide coaching and mentoring, um, and they want, and their their question is like, "What's your fee?" And I'm like, "It's not." It's all covered. Yeah. Like this is part of my role at Effort Community Church to come and walk alongside you. That blesses people. We are favored. What kind of church can just hire somebody in order to bless the community that way? Yeah. That is just part of the DNA here. Uh, the other thing I would say is just our staff team. I know I'm biased, but I think our staff team is the best that I've ever worked with. And uh, there is a culture uh, amongst each and every one of them. Uh, they all have incredible favor. We. Uh, I see favor on each person that I work with and the gifts that they have. And yet we have a culture where um, no one's trying to get ahead of anyone else. We are all about the kingdom and about how is God going to use us to do what he wants to do for the region. And it's just baked into our DNA. And um, 
it's a it's a special place to work because yeah. of that. Uh, because of the congregation, and yep. as you were as you were talking, Agreed. I was thinking about one of the the ways we see that. Uh, if your favor is on us, God, then, you know, fill in the blank, uh, is on the life of the congregation as well, has been the increase in words of knowledge yes. uh, over wow. the last year as the congregation has fully stepped into, okay, Lord, I want to hear your voice more clearly, and I'm going to put myself, I, be, I believe the favor of the Lord is on me. There's something in this for me, so I'm going to step into this yes. and then share this. And weekly, we hear stories Gosh. of those words of knowledge connecting in substantial ways with people who even mm -hmm. have doubts and questions as to like, what is happening? Is this actually the Lord? Uh, so the congregation is fully stepping in with yep. that expectation. Absolutely. Like, if the favor of the Lord is on me, then I am stepping into this thing, and God used me to bless others people and we're seeing that in substantial ways in it the is. church as well. Yep. It's just it's a beautiful thing and the congregation ministering to one another. Yeah. Uh in many ways where we find out weeks after it happened. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. All right, final question Dan. Yeah. Jim's assignment for you, for me, for all of us this week was believe the favor of the Lord is on you and pray audacious prayers and believe that God's favor would meet those prayers. What are you praying for this week? <laughs> well, that's a, man, even with the time, I don't know if I have enough time for that. I would say this, I, I think uh, in, personally, uh, you, you're aware of this, I don't know if people are, um, I, I am in the middle uh, of a doctoral program that feels like it's never going to end. And, uh, but I've been more and more encouraged, and one of the things that I am praying for is just incredible breakthrough. Uh, that God would give me the time and the words that I need and because I do believe that's part of his call in my life to yeah. complete that. And so uh, I'm really encouraged to move forward in that. Uh, I'm also praying specifically in my ministry area um, as we think about disciple-making movements uh, for, for rapid multiplication and the way that God is going to use that form of the church to reach people in in this uh, region yeah. that would not be reached otherwise. And so I've been really, I'm going to be praying for God's favor over that. It's so good. Well, thank you. Yep. Uh, and I join my faith with yours for that kind of rapid expansion yep. when we think about the gospel going out. Um, hey, thank you for tuning in and joining us today. Uh, again, we are encouraged and excited to come back together next week, uh, even to hear stories of how the favor of the Lord has met your prayers this week. Yeah. So thank you for praying those prayers. Thank you for believing that what God says is true, that the favor of the Lord is on you, and we will see you next week. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.